Welcome to the Breaking 50% Podcast, where we bring you a few minutes of NFL gambling news because you care about gambling, but you just don't want to spend too much time learning about it. Trash cover of the week. Lions plus seven and a half over the Packers. For some reason, the Packers' loss in week two to the Vikings served as the turning point where journalists from all sorts of publications went from excusing the Packers' offensive woes, which traced back to near the beginning of last season, to wondering if these woes were not just temporary, if they were permanent. And then the first half happened against the Lions. Rodgers throws for four touchdowns, the Packers score 31 points. Ah, everything is back to the way we think it should be. And so, in unison, these journalists from different publications wrote all these stories about the Packers' offense being back, as if they didn't watch the second half where the same Packers' struggles persisted, where Aaron Rodgers barely threw for more than 200 yards in the entire game, where the Packers scored three points in the second half against the Lions and allowed the Lions to cover. It really started with the end of the first half. The Packers are going to go into halftime up 28 points. Jordy Nelson just scored another touchdown. The Lions are going to get the ball back, but there's a minute left in the half. I mean, they, like all NFL teams, are going to be super passive here. They'll run the ball two times in the line. Risk injury, risk fumble for no apparent reason. Oh, but not these Lions. No, no, no. These Lions realize, oh, we're down by a ton of points. We actually need to score points. We've got time left in the half, a few timeouts, and we've got multi-million dollar professionals who can throw and catch, and throwing and catching is the fastest, easiest way to score. 73-yard touchdown pass to Marvin Jones, and then because the Packers resort to their offensive terribleness in the second half, the 17 points that the Lions put up is enough for the cover, and the, the final touchdown did come in the final five minutes of the game for that nice icing on the trash cover of the week. Least favorite comment of the week. Eli Manning has led 35 game-winning drives in the fourth quarter or overtime. Say what you will about Eli Manning, but no defense wants to see him in this situation. This is only partially about the fact that Eli Manning would throw an interception to lose the Giants that game mere moments after this comment was uttered. That Eli Manning, a pretty average quarterback, is given an inordinate amount of credibility, especially in the clutch, because he happened to be on two teams that won Super Bowls. Those Eli Manning-led offenses produced 17 points and 21 points in the Super Bowl. So yes, he happened to be the starting quarterback on these teams, but no, they were not hoisting the Lombardi Trophy because his offenses were incredible juggernauts. They had really good defenses, and he made some timely plays, but his career is littered with so many more terrible ones. That is why the Giants struggle to make the playoffs every single year with Eli as their quarterback. See, it's actually his mediocrity that allows such a stat about number of career game-winning drives to be uttered and to carry any amount of weight. 
This is the worst of the worst type of statistics. It is a counting stat without any context whatsoever, and it's a counting stat that can only come into play if you played poorly. If you do your job extremely well in the first quarter, the second quarter, the third quarter, there is no opportunity to register a comeback. This stat was actually used against Aaron Rodgers when he was winning his two MVPs. Sure, Rodgers is super talented. Sure, he does a lot of things well, but I just don't know if you can trust him in the clutch. Where are the comebacks? Uh, yeah, they don't exist because the 15-1 Packers are beating everyone by 30 points. Isn't that what you want? You don't want to have to have a comeback. So please, by all means, keep trotting out this statistic to prove that Eli is so clutch. Just make sure you also mention that the Giants haven't made the playoffs since 2011. Reminder of the week. Humans are not robots. So for just a moment, think back about last week in your office, at your job, out on sales calls, whatever it is that you do to earn a living. Were you great every day? Were you the same every day? Or one day you kind of felt a little sick, a little hungover. Another day you were a little tired. Another day you were really on. Another day one pitch went well. Another one not so well. One client you really vibed with. Another one it was kind of in the middle, somewhat forgettable. Certain emails were really well done. Then you had a typo in another one. You're flawed. And that's fine. That's, in fact, to be expected. You are a complex organism with a countless number of forces that you know of, that you don't know of, influencing, affecting, shaping your behavior every single day. Over a large sample, there is a picture of who you are as a worker that you're mostly around these things. You mostly do these things well, these other things not so well. But there is variability within that. And you know that there's variability because if you look at it day by day, it's impossible to miss. And yet for some reason, we hold professional athletes who are also humans to a much different, stricter, weirder standard. We have an idea of who a team is, we have an idea of who a player is, and we want that exact performance every Sunday. And when a team's performance is not consistent with who we believe that team should be, we're stunned. I, how could the Rams score 37 points? They scored zero the first week. They didn't score a touchdown the second week. They only had nine points. Like, 37? There's just no way that could have happened. You screwing up an email is more surprising than the Rams scoring 37 points. Because with an email, it's just you. Yeah, there are all of the millions of things that are influencing you, your sleep, your coffee, blah, blah. But you're not having to deal with anybody else who's also bringing his or her baggage to the table. That day's baggage. And the Rams are having to deal with the Buccaneers' baggage. And here's the other thing. 
robots aren't even as consistent as we expect these teams to be. You've got to restart your computer. You've got to unplug your modem because it gets a little sluggish. Because it's not perfectly consistent. It's not the same every time. Stop expecting teams to conform to that standard. 